Well, I'm so glad you joined me today. It is May 30th, the day after Memorial Day. I hope you enjoyed your holiday yesterday and spent time maybe with friends and family and enjoyed the freedom that we have in this country, this great country we call America. So yesterday was wonderful. What a great day. I'm just so blessed. I'm going to make a segue into just a little bit of motherhood for those that are listening that have young children or maybe children around my ages. I have five, seven, 10, and 12, almost 13, almost eight. Uh, But just to give you a little bit of, I guess, uh, I want to say peeking into my life, maybe being a fly on the wall of this today. So it's summer for the Massey household. And uh, last week, Friday was their last day of school. And I just started teaching. I'm also a voice teacher. For those of you who don't know that I am a voice teacher. And I just started a business out of my home. And I'm so excited about it. And if you would like to take voice lessons, please email me, I would love to chat and talk with you. And maybe it's something you'd be interested in. So I'm practicing, I'm just getting ready for one of my lessons tonight and practicing some songs, getting some songs ready for my student. And uh, my sweet five-year-old is wanting to make a cake. So I stopped at what I was doing. We made a cake and yes, we got dye blue. We, we, he wanted to make blue icing. So we had to wait an hour for the cake to cool. And, um, and between all this, I am doing laundry. I'm, uh, getting that done and trying to get two loads in and just keeping up with the laundry. Now, keep in mind, I do have laundry on my couch that I need to get put away and I need to have my kids help me with that. I know. Yes. But anyway, so we're doing the cake and then we get the icing out after an hour and I'm, you know, practicing between here and there. I'm picking up, trying to get the house ready here and there, uh, doing some dishes along the way and uh, just I'm kind of circling around, you know, oh, this needs to be done. And then I caught myself between doing the icing. I am getting, I'm vacuuming out the lint in the lint dryer, in the dryer. Uh, I was like, oh, that needs to be done. So I went and got the vacuum out and started doing that. I was like, oh, well, while I'm here, why don't I just do the baseboards in the laundry room? So I'm I'm doing the baseboards in the laundry room. But then I started to do the, the floor and trying to get the grout area because there's sand. We went to the beach last week. So I'm getting the sand and oh, and behind the laundry, behind the washer needs to be done too. And I didn't actually get back there. I got where the shoes are under the sink. I was like, oh, I need to get under the sink because the shoes have been there. So I'm vacuuming and getting getting the corners and then she's just like mom mom let's do the icing and so we're doing the icing and he's he's turning the thing and we're making it blue I said we're just going to put a little bit of it because for some reason the dye just it doesn't make it it doesn't taste good so I was like, let's just do a little bit let's make it light blue okay you know so we made it light blue and we put it on the cake and then then we then I didn't have enough. So I improvised and we put, let's do chocolate icing on the top, you know? So we did chocolate icing on the top and then we're doing that. And I let him do it. You know, he's, I'm, I'm trying to teach him how to use the, the icing spoon, you know, not, not spoon, but it's the icing thing I got for Pamper Chef a long time, Pamper Chef a long time ago. And I love it. I love Pamper Chef, by the way. And so I'm doing the icing thing and, and he's doing a good job. And, 
he wants a piece of cake. Sure, you have a piece of cake. So cut him a piece of cake. Then Abigail comes in, cake, cake, yes, okay. Give you a piece of cake. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I need to learn those chords. You know, I'm trying to get these chords right on the piano for my student coming. So I'm, I'm thinking about all these different things. And I'm thinking about the dishwasher that needs to be cleaned out. So actually, as I'm talking to you right now, my eldest son, he, Christian, he is uh, unloading the dishwasher and he's going to put the dishes in the sink. So that's helpful. Uh, very helpful. I appreciate Christian. Thank you, Christian. Uh, anyway, so we're doing that. And then Abigail gets a cake. Well, I didn't know this, but she takes it to the kitchen table and she doesn't like it. <laughs> but she didn't want me to know that she didn't like the piece of cake. So she, I don't know, she crumbles it up. She puts it in a Publix baggie. And I don't know how, but it, some of it ended up on my floor, in the kitchen floor. And um, I'm not a neat freak. I'm, I'm not a neat freak. I, I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm doing better. I'm getting much better at um, keeping my house in order um, with the Lord's help. But it was on the floor. It's like, oh, it's just a baggie. So I'm kind of picking up the kitchen. And Jude is fine. He's been eating his cake while this is going on. So I pick up the baggie and I throw the baggie into the trash can. And there's a piece of cake in it. The cake goes on the floor. The cake hits the wall. <laughs> icing's on the wall and inside I'm thinking what in the world and I go Abigail what why just I don't care if you didn't like the cake just throw it away you're not gonna hurt mommy's feelings just don't put it on the floor because mommy stepped on it anyway so then I finished my time on the piano and then I was like okay the house is quiet I'm gonna work out because I've been on this workout program for about a month I restarted the workout program today. I'm going to the second month. I've been really motivated and with with the Lord's help, I'm always going to add that in because I cannot do anything without the Lord. Jesus Christ is my solid foundation. He is the one that helps me get from hour to hour from anything I'm doing. So I'm like, okay, Lord, thank you for this opportunity. The house is quiet. I'm going to go work out. Now, it was totally a mind over matter thing, but I know how good my body feels after I work out and I feel so much better and cortisol levels are better. So I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to work out. So I started day one all over again. And if you want to know what the workout program is, it is 21 day fix. It's from the body program. Now they used to be called beach body, but it's called body. And, uh, it does have yoga in it. I am not a yoga fan, so I just want to put that out there. I do not think yoga is good. I think it has connections to uh, the demonic realm. So I don't do the yoga days. I just do the cardio workouts and the lower and upper upper workouts, the ab workouts. And so I just skip those days. But I just want to put that out there as a disclaimer. Anyway, so I started working out. I'm about, oh, let's say 10 minutes into the workout. Mommy, Judah comes up, mommy, um, I went poop in my pants. Now Judah has been, um, doing really well with, with, um, potty training. Yes, he is five and he just turned five, but since he's been home with me, since he was out of the hospital, there has not been any pressure on him to make sure he was perfectly potty trained at a certain time. So I never put that pressure on him because 
my last child, I just thought, you know what? They get it when they get it. And I'm not, I did that to Christian. He was my first. I thought this is how every mother does it. They're supposed to be potty trained at uh, two years old. They're supposed to be out of, you know, out of diapers. You know, everything's supposed to be perfect. Oh, was I in for a surprise. That was not true. Um, And Christian did go to preschool two days a week when he was two. So that was, I put pressure on him. And uh, if you haven't had children yet, or maybe you're about to have children, that's my little word of advice. Don't put the pressure on your child because they will get it when they get it. Just like reading. When I've taught my kids to read, I've taught three kids to read. And I tell you what, when they are ready, they will be ready to read. When they're not, there will be a lot of tears. So uh, anyway, so Judah, he's done really well, but he's always had a hard time with the number two. And for the past month, he's actually been going number two on the potty, which is amazing. I am so proud of this child. I'm like, yes, he's gone number two. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't know we'd ever see that day, but I knew we would, but it felt like we would never see that day. And um, hallelujah, we have seen that day, but occasionally he'll have some miss-ups. So I'm in the, this is the cardio workout. So I'm in the heat of like 170-ish heart rate. And I'm like overexerting myself. Mommy, I went poop in my pants. I'm like, okay, okay. And I didn't say this, but right before that, um, one of my children was doing something um, in the bathroom that making it dirty. And I was like, why are you making the bathroom dirty? And I caught him while I was doing, I was in the midst of my workout. Cause I, I just fell and I was like, Hmm, what are you doing Isaac? And so then anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so all of this is happening. I'm trying to work out. Um, some things are going on and then, uh, what else happens? And then I'm trying to call Christian just, and I told I, Judah, I said, Judah, go to mommy's bathroom, just wash yourself off. You know how to do it. We've done it a million times. It feels like he knows how to do it. And he's pretty good about that. But usually I help him, but I thought, well, let's see if he can do it by himself. Well, that didn't happen. So I'm trying and I'm calling Christian, Christian, please help Judah. And it wasn't that nice. It was probably like, Christian, please help. And so anyway, and at the midst of this, I'm thinking, okay, Ashley, you've been in these situations many times. I remember being in the situations when it was just two. I remember being on the brink of what am I going to do? And I thought, you know what? I just kind of, I just sat there. I thought, you know what? I'm going to finish this workout. If number two gets on the floor, it gets on the floor. I can clean it up. We'll be okay. So uh, anyway, I ended up finishing my workout. I only had just a few minutes left, so I knew I could do it. Went and took care of Judah. He's running around the house. And I am not freaking, I'm not freaking out, y'all. I am not freaking out because I have been in those places where that old Ashley would go crazy. Like, what am I going to do? Life is coming to an end. But it wasn't coming to an end. I was fine. So I just told myself, you know what? God is here with me. He knows what's going on. He's going to help me through this. I'm not going to freak out right now because I can go clean him up in the bathroom. Yes, I will be cleaning up another pair of pants in the laundry room sink. And then I thought, you know, Lord, 
as hard as as hard as it is right now, let me think of something to be grateful for. So I thought of this. Thank you, God, for letting my son being able to go to the bathroom. Now, I know that sounds kind of funny. Some of you might not sound funny, but I have known two children in my lifetime that were unable to go to the bathroom. And I saw what their parents walked through and it was, it's awful. And as funny as it sounds, thank you God for the gift of getting rid of waste. I know that's funny to say, but those are things that we don't think about. I know I don't think about, but at that moment, Judah, see, being a parent makes you think about things. Judah made me think about that. So I said, Lord, thank you that my child is able to go to the bathroom. And then I thought, okay, Lord, I'm going to be grateful. Thank you that my children are able to walk. Thank you that my children are smart and that they're able to do things for themselves. My son, Christian, he made his own spaghetti today. My son, Christian, he's 12. He's able to cook for himself when I can't get to things. And that's one thing about having, that's one thing about children is that having a lot of children is that it helps for the oldest to be able to go, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that because I know I'm capable and here I go. So Christian made his own spaghetti. And thank you, Christian. He's been doing that for a while and I appreciate it when mommy can't get to that. And, uh, Abigail, she is currently folding her blankets in her room. I asked her, she said, what can I do, mommy? Because I was like, Christian, I put Christian on dish duty. She came in and said, mom, what can I do? And I said, well, you can start in your room and you can go fold your clothes, not clothes, but you can go fold your blankets because I don't know why there's a million blankets on your floor. I guess everybody likes to bring the blankets in your room. If you could fold those blankets, that would be wonderful. So anyway, I say these little stories to help the mothers out there because I'm in the thick of it as well. I was trying to turn around things today. I don't like the word trying. I was turning around the things today and saying, this is what I'm grateful for. Because the minute negativity comes in, it's always good to say, hey, let's check that. Let's put a positive in that negative spot. Even though it's so easy to be negative. It's harder to be positive. But once you put a little bit of gratefulness into that, it starts to kind of overflow. And uh, segueing into gratefulness, yesterday was Memorial Day. And what a wonderful privilege it is to live in this country, to live in a country where people love this country so much that they went off to war to protect this country and they gave their lives. Yesterday, we remembered the fallen heroes. I had the opportunity, I work for a music company in Orlando called Music Remembrance. If you haven't looked it up, it's called Music Remembrance. And uh, it's a wonderful company. And if you need any any type of music, uh, talking instrumental to singers to any kind of genre, Music Remembrance has it. But I've been working for this company, I think for about, gosh, since 2017. 
And uh, that's another story in itself. And I'll probably talk about that on another podcast, but I'm grateful for being a part of this company. Anyway, so I was working yesterday, thank you, Jesus, and I sang at a residence home. It was a new residence home that had asked for me to come, and I also work at a residence home in Celebration, Florida, And uh, but this was a new one, and I was so excited to go. I was a little nervous, but I thought, you know what, That turn that nervousness into excitement because... I'm excited. I'm going to get to meet new people. I'm going to get to shake hands that I've never shaken before and lift people's spirits. And I love to go in these homes because sometimes there are people that are sad. Maybe they don't have their family around. And when I sing these songs that they remembered from decades ago, it's so fun to hear the, to see the expressions on their faces, to see them light up and then When they sing with me, that's the best. I love to see and hear people sing with me and just enjoy it. I, when I'm doing these shows, I sing just about everything under the sun. Um, When it comes to like the oldie goldies, uh, I sing a lot from the 50s, the 60s, some 70s. And then I do a lot of patriotic tunes. Yesterday was a lot of patriotic tunes. And we had some servicemen in the audience. And I had one particular man from the Navy, and uh, he sang pretty much the whole show. It was wonderful. And you would I thought maybe he was there visiting one of his parents, but he was there himself. And I spoke with him after, and uh, he had told me that he uh, served. He uh, worked as an explosive tech, uh, explosive technician and uh, explained to me all the things that he did and trained on, in Hawaii. And now he's there and he looked, he, he was so young. He was probably in his early 60s, maybe mid, mid 60s. And so I just, I was grateful that I get to meet these people. But to be able to sing for a living and then go home, be with my family, grill hamburgers, and have french fries and the all-american meal last night that's what we had i really wanted burgers and we had cheeseburgers no my kids do not eat cheeseburgers i wish they did but they had french fries so we were all good i choose my battles and that wasn't a battle i wanted to fight last night so my kids are really good vegetarians (laughs) and maybe that's better i hear being a vegetarian is wonderful so hmm, who knows But anyway, I was grateful for yesterday. And this makes me think of the Bible and how being grateful for the men of the Bible. There's a wonderful chapter in Hebrews 11. It's it's a lengthy chapter, but it goes through all of the Old Testament early beginnings of the forefathers of the Bible, I like to call them our fathers that fought the good fight for for the gospel to come forth. It's neat to look at it that way. And I had a revelation as I was reading it earlier. It's neat to look at that. These men paved the way for the gospel. And God used these men of the Bible, imperfect as can be, but he used them to bring about Jesus. 
And it talks about, you'll hear, it talks about the grains of sand. Um, when Abraham was looking out and looking at the stars and it talks about came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. That's us. I often think about that when I'm on the beach and putting the sand in my hands. I'm like, wow, you know, that's a lot of grains of sand. I really can't fathom that, but we are the descendants of these men that paved the way. Just like the heroes of America, we are standing and breathing because those men chose to go off to war and left their families and left their fortune, so to speak, and went off and had faith in fighting for something they believed in. Even though they really couldn't see it visibly, they had faith to go off to war. And just like these men of the Bible had faith, and you'll hear that in the chapter, faith, 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 faith. So just like us today, we are living in faith to start moving in this war that we are in right now. We're in a constant war. Not really flesh and blood. Now some might be. I have some countries listening that might be fighting flesh and blood. And I pray for you today in Jesus' name that God gives you protection. This podcast is going all over the world, which is incredible. And that's totally a God thing. That's not me. But a lot of us are fighting a spirit world. And we have to have faith in what we believe. Do you have faith? Are you reading God's word every day? Are you getting on your, your hands and knees or, or just praying to God? Are you asking God for protection over your life? Because we all need provision. We need God's strength to make it through day-to-day tasks. Some harder than others. But pretty much all the same. We are given the grace for what we're supposed to bear that day. And some might think, oh, you have an easy job. Well, it might not be easy to them. It might be very hard because we don't know the battles that they face. So what they're doing is what God designed them to do. What another person God designed them to do might be look very hard, but God has given them strength to do it. What's your assignment? If you don't know your assignment, ask God. You don't have to ask another person. Go directly to God Almighty. Go directly to, the, just like it says in the word, we go boldly before the throne of God because of Jesus Christ has made that ransom for us to go boldly. Ask God, do you know your assignment? Do you know what you're supposed to do? I know there's some days where I'm like, Lord, what am I doing today? <laughs> I don't know. I have this agenda, but what am I doing today? It's amazing what he'll open up. I want you here. I want you to do this. Okay, Lord, let's go. It takes faith. And so as I read Hebrews 11, listen for the word faith and how many times it comes up. And it's funny when he gets towards the end of the chapter and he's like, and da-da-da, and this person, and this person, I could, and he's like, I could go on and on. 
I could keep going and keep going, but I don't have enough time. <laughs> Basically, that's what he says. And we don't know who wrote Hebrews. We have a good idea, but we're not exactly sure. Um, some say it could have been Paul, um, but uh, we don't know exactly. So I kind of think Paul, but could be some could have been another apostle. But I hope that leaves you with encouragement today because as a mother, <laughs> I need faith. Maybe there's a mother that her children are out of the house. Maybe they've been long gone and they're married and have children. Maybe, maybe you need faith to know that God's going to take care of them. Or maybe there's a, um, a daughter or son or daughter that's in high school. And maybe they're not walking the straight and narrow. They're kind of, you know, kind of going in and out. And they're like, Lord, give me strength on what to say. Give me wisdom on what to say to this child. Have faith and pray and ask God for wisdom to give you the knowledge on what to say to them. Maybe you're a mom that's just starting out and you have this sweet little baby. Oh, it's such a precious time. I have so many friends having babies and it's so fun to see them on Facebook. Oh my goodness. I just want to cuddle them so bad. I miss that, that small stage. And I had all the time with my babies. I'm so grateful for that. But maybe you're just starting out and you're like, Lord, I'm holding this baby. I'm constantly tired. Give me faith on what I'm supposed to do with my life. Maybe you know what to do with your life, but you, you just need the faith to keep moving forward. Have faith. And God will give you that strength. I remember I was there. There were some times when I first had Christian and Christian was about 11 months old. And I thought, Lord, what am I doing with my life? I had just resigned from Voices of Liberty. And uh, I thought it was important to stay, stay home with my child. That was just for me. Um, I didn't resign fully from Voices of Liberty. I was still part-time, but I was able to be home with my child most of the time. And I remember one day being in my room, and I was just so depressed, so depressed. It was so sad. And man, I, I just had such a great life. I mean, it was, I had one child. I was home. But I was sad. And I remember praying to God. I was like, Lord, give me something to motivate myself and work towards while I'm home with this beautiful baby. Help me to work towards something. And I had faith. I knew God was going to give me something to work towards in my career, in my singing, because I've always loved to sing. That's what I've done for a living for, for many, many years. And I'll never forget one of my friends. And I worked with at Disney. She called and gave me an opportunity to come sing down in Fort Lauderdale. I haven't, I'm not going to say her name because I haven't been given permission, permission. I haven't asked her, but this story just popped up in, into my head. So I'm going to say it, but she asked me to come down to Fort Lauderdale to sing with Liberty Voices for a 4th of July patriotic show. And I'll never forget saying, thank you, Lord. I asked you to come through, I asked you for something to give me some motivation. And that really helped me motivate myself and work towards something and to sing towards something. So that's just a little side note. But if you're struggling today, and if you are needing faith, I pray that God will give you faith 
So let's get into Hebrews 11. It's in the, I'm reading out of the NIV if you want to follow along, but I think this will encourage you and lift your spirit because God's word is a two-edged sword. It's living and breathing as God's word says, and this is going to inspire you to keep walking in the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we go. Hebrews 11. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah warned about the things not yet seen and holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he commended the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and he went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so, from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. And that's us. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had the opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Amen. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. And that was a picture of Christ coming. Even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt 
and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as a son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God, rather to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Because he was looking ahead to his reward, by faith he left Egypt. Not fearing the king's anger, he persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith the people passed through the Red Sea, as on dry land, by when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell, after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, were not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Japheth, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouth of lions, quenched the fury of flames, escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and rooted in routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refused to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and in mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. If you'd like to follow me, look me up on Instagram, Heart Towards God Podcast. It's very simple, Heart Towards God Podcast on Instagram.